Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. I'm alongside my bestest best friend, Chubax. Hello, hello. I'm Chubax. Welcome. Welcome, all welcome. Right. Um, a little bit of housekeeping before we share you all the cool stuff for this week. You can watch uh, the Plus 63 HP uh, uh roster of content uh in youtube just search plus 63hp or we're also at bit.ly slash plus 63hp uh you can interact with us uh on twitter uh our handle is at plus 63hp and more importantly we are in all of the podcasting services around the globe particularly apple podcast and spotify uh this week uh we have uh, deep dives and discussions about a couple of shows that you guys might be interested in watching as well. Uh, we'll be talking about HBO Max's Malignant. We'll be discussing Disney Plus's What If Season 1 finale. Um, of course, The Globe is on fire. Um, talking about Netflix's Squid Game, which is great. Uh, Asian representation becoming like top of the world. Um and we have some we have a bunch of recommendations that we'd uh, um, we're gonna share as well towards the end. But as always, we always like to start with a little bit of a personal update, uh, so you get to know who you guys are interacting with. So Chubax, what's new in the Chubax's world? Hello, hello. Well, this week the family and I went um, stayed at the condo for just the four of us because you know um, for those who don't know. Uh, we live with uh, our in, our uh, her sister her sister's family, so our, our in laws, in in a big house in LGV. But for last week, we moved in uh, into our condo, and just the four of us. And I cooked successfully for the first time <laughs> in my life. Uh, instant noodles and egg. No egg. <laughs> I cooked a <laughs> I cooked a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, look so at you. A little more nuanced than just egg. But the uh, funny thing, but like four of us, four different types of eggs. <laughs> one <laughs> one scrambled, one sunny side up with the raw raw yolk. Mm-hmm. One sunny side up with uh cooked cook I don't know what you call okay, it. Okay, over medium egg, yeah. or over high, alright. So and the other one is like a uh, Two t- three types then scrambled also so me and Lucas scrambled and then the the two ladies with the yolk different uh, types of yolk yeah so it's pretty good uh, simple recipe uh, butter one side mayo a little mayo in the inside with cheese oh. uh, eggs with milk for the scrambled and then uh, one more na- the other night we cooked uh, <laughs> like um, pork belly so it's like like bacon oh. I get okay. burned everywhere, and then they were they were <laughs> laughing because they remembered uh, your story about frying something naked. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I got splatters in my private parts. I was so, never gonna do that again, so I bought uh, my own. Uh, yeah. uh, it was similar. It was similar for me, but not. I had shorts on. I just didn't have my shirt because I didn't want to smell. So yeah, I took my shirt off, but that then everywhere it got it still got burned. <laughs> That's why they have aprons. It's a re- uh, the aprons have uh, a place in the kitchen, apparently. I know. So yeah, we have to buy. And the, so that's me for next week. Ne- this week also, oh, well, tomorrow we're going to go back to the condo for another week. Then we'll be back for the weekend. 
And we're leaving just tomorrow. Like just since, a change of scenery. Yeah, since, and since we don't have D&D tomorrow, mm-hmm. we can leave, we'll leave early tomorrow. Just, yeah, just for some family alone time. Yeah. And, so yeah, that's a different thing. Be making yourself useful. I guess that's a difference between, yeah, you know, Asian families, particularly where we are from, the Philippines. Like it's not, it's not not normal, um, living in an extended household with you know your sisters and your brothers and their families and your your parents and even your grandparents. But uh, for for those who can, they sometimes they are able to um, have their own space for themselves from time to time. But of course, we always prefer being in a in Which, a bigger I familiar mean, group. Yeah, obviously, lots of people see the drawbacks, but this has been good for us, especially for the pandemic. You know, the kids mm-hmm. have their cousins. If it yeah. was just the four of us forever, <laughs> uh, I think somebody okay. would be uh, yeah strangling somebody else. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, I, I tell my friends here in New York about you know our our compounds as we 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 talk about our it dreams. with. Yeah, but you know, even just like my house that I built was beside my parents' house, and you know, it you just grow the footprint of your house to be together. It's shared resources. You'll always have people to take care of your pets and your kids, yes. um, which is great. But there's always a little bit of sacrifices. Again, you know, you're you're living with your parents or your in-laws or your brothers and sisters and the cousins. So it's sometimes, you know, you it's a delicate balance. But you know, I always err more on the side of family rather than doing it all by yourself because it's hard. It's hard. Like yeah. even even here, I'm alone. Technically, I'm just taking care of myself and I'm not doing like a great job. Uh, sometimes you need people around to help you out. Yeah. Uh, wait, let me check my list. I think I'm uh, pretty good. That's it for my... I have. I always make a list for... for the, yeah. Oh, um, just very excited for... This is more in the fandom, but update the critical season campaign three. October yes. 21. So this oh, this sorry. time I can join in and not have to catch up. Okay, so three hundred hours. <laughs> we're, we're joining in, right? We're, we're gonna go. We're, uh, we're joining time. in. We're joining okay, in. So we can, Fresh start. So we can discuss that maybe a two minute segment every episode when yeah. it starts. How what they, we like? How we yeah. like it? And they yeah. have a break every last month of the last month, last Thursday of the month. So that's yeah. Good. Which is here, which is where, uh, which is kind of like how we are gonna do our our, our schedule. So yes. I think it's good because it's three for me. Listening to a podcast is my thing. Like I have five, six podcasts on my phone all the time, but they're topping out at hour and a half, which is perfect for me because that's maybe going someplace, coming back, or like doing a chore. Uh, Three hours to four hours. It's like, wow. I might doze up. But I'm excited because uh, now that we are playing our own D&D, right? You know, I'm I'm sure we'll we'll get hopefully good habits in terms of how they play, how they react. I wanted to discuss that next time too because I read up on the Orion saga. The, The guy who left or was removed from the critical role. Oh. Yeah, he was. So there, like one yeah. player or one actor. Yeah, one one player. Yeah, there were eight of mm-hmm. them at the start. I think eight mm-hmm. players, but they couldn't handle that guy. So he had he he left or he was removed or something like that. But yeah, he had a, he was doing a lot of bad yeah crappy stuff apparently. 
like in game or out both, you know i think both both, both. <laughs> so they just ruining the flow they just had enough yeah yeah I, I mean like that's always the case if you have a good group so that's good to know uh anything else that's it for me uh, well, speaking of fantasy, yes. yeah, my my uh, my it's a good segue yeah, from 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 Critical Role. Uh, the the only major update this week is I just finished the first book of Robert Jordan's Ooh. Wheel of Time. So I finished uh, um, the the Great Eye, right? I think that's the title of the first book. The first book, and it's. Yeah, it is. I'm. I already purchased the second book. I'm already uh, listening to the first 40, 45 minutes of the second book. Um, for a few reasons. Like one, we had a couple of weeks ago. We we shared and discussed the trailer of Amazon Prime Video's version of or uh, 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 the series, uh, uh, the TV series uh, Wheel of Time. So, mm-hmm. um, um, Rosamund Pike is Moraine Sedai, like the the Maureen, head honcho yeah. girl i loved her i've always loved her i'm glad that you know she's my ex-girlfriend i'm glad that her career <laughs> is going well um so i've loved her since devil wears prada so already hype already hype and then we discussed in our first week here like you read you read all yeah. books no no i haven't i didn't read all books i'm so uh, the prequels i know i'm st- i'm sure st- i'm stuck at right 10 10. I haven't had okay, haven't so had, the Sanderson uh, ones. No, there, I think he, re, yeah, he, he wrote, he wrote until like 11, I think 11 or 12, and then Sanderson finished mm-hmm. it off. I just been waiting mm-hmm. for some a time to finish it off. And since you're reading, I've read the first book maybe three, four, or five times already. So since you're gonna start with this second book, I'll start, I'll start reading the second book too, and I'll go with you, yeah. and then maybe we can it's... go all the way. It's good. Like um, one thing is like the Wheel of Time has always been regarded as the fantasy staple. So the American fantasy staple. It's you know, new enough. Like it was released in the nineties, right? So mm-hmm. it's it doesn't suffer from the the Tolkien very long winded, very uh, intricate semi-boring it, it, it types might, of writing it might but a little bit yeah. but well the having it read to me in audiobook it's a little, form it's a faster is it? yeah a lot faster i i've listened to my audiobooks at one and a half times speed because if not it's gonna be 40 fucking hours so in one and a half times speed, it's like 26 so it's oh, good um i didn't think about I, that. yeah it takes a little getting used to like um usually it takes me maybe an hour to really get into it but usually you know the first part of the book is a lot of exposition so it's mm-hmm. fun so really enjoyed the first book i really like the tight the the number of characters that you're following like it's it's again it it smells like lord of the rings where your group going to a place you get mm-hmm. split up you know yeah. everybody gets kind of a thing so we, we the, the story is the same because this is where all the stars came from. Like, you know, yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. something. You know, it's like it seems familiar because a lot of the movies and the books and the series that we watch and listen to uh, and read now are based from those kinds of archetypes. But I really liked, um, you know, Moraine Sedai, the the head wizardy girl. Um, yeah. The Lan is dope. Uh, the uh, uh, Moraine's uh, of Ward, which is kind of like cool version of a bodyguard 
Um, and of course, like the the the, the idea of your an unassuming boy that just got plucked from obscurity to become fucking the dragon, the shit of, of from from the, reading reading uh well not reading listening was it obvious to you that it was who it was supposed to be? Um, it, it kind of because it, most of the conversations or descriptions was centered around. Well, okay, for the one for ones who want to go in uh, Wheel of Time from Prime Video or the books blind, skip ahead to the next section. Again, we always put timestamps, but um, I well, again, I'm in book one, so for me, all of the things, just the the general description on how nice and handsome and tall and how a good son he is, mm-hmm. it's obviously Randall Thor, um, and just the name. Pretty awesome name, Randall Thor. Fucking name. It's like, that's a even, dope ass name. Even just the last name, the Al Thor, is like Al, oh. right? Um, he has the, you know, he was given a sword. There's allusions to him, or like by the end of the first book, it was kind of proven that he was uh, not. It was just found more of like an adopted son rather than like his actual father's son, a sheep herder. So. Um, it was clear to me, it was clear to me that they usually like, you know, there's three boys, two girls, some of them will be pairing up. I was surprised that um, Lan got the one of the, the wisdom. Yeah. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I wasn't paying attention. But towards the end, it's like, shit, that was that was yeah. good. That was a good twist. Um, you know, every like parent becoming um um, like more wolf, right? And the and the other one getting corrupted. Uh, for Eva, what's his name? So it's Matt. Matt. Yeah. So it's getting corrupted by the dagger that he stole from this dude in some place that they ran to. So it's like it's super set up. It's very cleanly set up. But in the end, it's again, it's it's a fun read. It's a good adventure of people going from one place to the other. Um, there's a lot of of Great ideas in terms of what the enemies are, how time works. You know, it's kind of like when it's the usual. It's like when I was listening to it, I actually remembered The Matrix because it has happened over and over. There's always going to be the one and it's going to be happens over and over and over again. So it's like, ah, you know, kind of makes sense because, again, you know, we, you know, as time progresses, as time goes by, we forget. And we just like either, you know, do a version of our history or or break it. So it's I'm very excited. I, I didn't think that I was gonna jump in to the book, the second book right away, particularly because fucking Audible is thirty nine dollars per book. Um, um, but I was just, and I also have, have I really want to get into uh, um, a Thrawn, uh, the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. So I thought I was but gonna those, alternate, those are just- but really fast reads mm-hmm. yeah but i thought i was gonna alternate time. but now it's like i was really invested at the end of the first book it's like oh shit like let's book, go book, is he going to get gentle the, book two is one of the really good ones for the first few books and what for me what really draw drew drew me to the book was aside from the fantasy was the the three guys the three amigos their bond you know matt the, perrin and yeah Grant. see i i really like that too so like, that, um, that really and I, I like how, you know, for being in a remote, 
remote small village far away from everybody else they they have the skills that you know that it's not unrealistic that they they need those skills mm. to survive the bow and arrow mm. the sword the staff so it's like it it translated well to adventuring and fighting so yeah it's so cool it it made sense and again i really enjoyed it. that's again that's that's all my update um really enjoying it it could oh, also be part yeah. of our recommendations but like, this is something that i'm 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 going to be enjoying for for you know it's it's i'm averaging like what the book took me around three weeks to listen to which is kind of mm-hmm. a bad. good pace for me yeah. yeah it's 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 uh you know because i you know i do it when i clean i do it when i you know play nba mm. 2k or something like that so it's good it, it's fun um with that, uh, we're going to go into the meat of our discussion. So again, uh, uh, the Plus 6.3 HP podcast is our fandom podcast where we talk about all the cool things that we watch, read, uh, listen to, play. Uh, we absorb it and we share it to you guys so that you might be informed whether you'd want to watch, listen, play, read it as well. For this week, as an assignment from from our last week's episode. Um, we're going to discuss um, HBO's, uh, HBO Max's Malignant. Uh, I'm just going to read off top what the description is on um, Wikipedia, Google, and Facebook. So uh, it's a horror film, 151 minutes. So good, good length uh, for a movie night. Um, uh, paralyzed by fear from shocking visions, a woman's torment worsens as she discovers her waking dreams and terrifying realities. Directed by uh, James Wan of Aquaman, Aquaman and Conjuring fame. Conjuring. Uh, and the uh, budget of the movie was $40 million, oh, which, okay. no, which kind of looked like it. <laughs> it looked like it didn't have a point of it. I did warn you, but, it's a little campy. I didn't want to. We'll, 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 yes, you did. We will discuss. But um, uh, the act, the lead actress Annabelle Wallace, playing Madison Mitchell, the the girl that was having the visions and kind of like um, where all of this horror is revolving around. I liked mm-hmm. her. She looked very cute. She was so also that, the <laughs> the lead in uh, Annabelle Homecoming or oh. the fir- or Homecoming. I think the first the first. Oh no! Spin-off Annabelle. Okay. She was, right. she was pregnant. The nun. There. No, no, oh, no. no. Yeah. Annabelle, well, Annabelle. From the Conjuring, Annabelle. yeah. Yeah. I uh, again, uh, the she was good, um, and I loved also her sister Ingrid Bisu. Um, okay, j- few more stats. Uh, IMDb currently has it at six point three out of ten. I think kind of fair. Rotten Tomatoes has a seventy six percent score of it. Yeah, a little bit too high for me. Uh, Metacritic <laughs> score fifty one percent. All right, Chabax, you were the one who wanted us to discuss this. So, tell me about Malignant. What's the pitch? And uh, before we go to spoiler territory, um, how would you um, want to describe it for the people that are considering, um, you know, watching Malignant? It's on HBO Max. It's not easy yeah. to to uh, watch for most people. So this is just. It's a campy horror movie, like a campy B horror movie, but it's mostly 
like the trailer said or the description said there's a woman who's having visions of other people being killed by something or someone and the story goes bonkers from there <laughs> very bonkers so the you yes. at, at first you don't know how it's connected like wh- why is she seeing those visions and then as the story unravels then you see what happens what's basically happening and and i think we need to go to spoiler territory yeah, now I, I was gonna say oh, um oh you first that two one minute description is it there's no more layers to it. That's it. she's getting visions getting headaches seeing people get murdered she seems to know and see who the murderer is uh but that um that's pretty much it so um again so at this point we're gonna go spoiler territory but before we go to spoiler territory box how would you rate this like if like all right uh, oh for me uh, uh yeah yeah like so how would saw... you rate this and would you recommend this to how would you recommend this to somebody else like how okay. would you frame it how you how you pitched it to me how uh, would you pitch it to a stranger so um, the thing me, is like I, 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 I go ahead. yeah no, so for me uh i'd go with, like, with an eight so we saw like some of the scores were 6.3 and a 74 so it's not mm-hmm. that far from that just i just enjoyed it more i'm not saying it's better than what you think when what you think i'm just saying that mm-hmm. i enjoyed it for what it was i didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be what it was also but i enjoyed it and it, it was really fun especially the last part but for I guess for pitching is that how I pitch it. It's a campy B movie, so don't for fans who of James Wan who who did Conjuring mm-hmm. Insidious. I said I told you before that those movies are like fine dining. This mm-hmm. one, this one is like your. Uh, it's Friday night. I need a freaking a fucking burger. I was going to fucking McDonald's or uh, <laughs> Burger King and getting a burger and just enjoying the shit out of it, even though it's not you know a big steak so that's how i enjoyed it and i really like it <laughs> uh you when you described it as fast food compared to fine dining i thought it was perfect um perfect description of what this movie was i thought i was coming in prepared that this was not going to be stellar like uh-huh. yeah, i thought it's like all right b movie horror i understand it i think I'm more, you said you're like an eight. I'm more uh, towards what IMDb is saying, like a, a six, a six? Okay. maybe like a 5.8 kind of uh, thing. Only because maybe six minutes into the movie, I already knew who was it, who, how it was going to be. Like, like first, the, the first, the prologue sequence about the flashback. But did you the, know how it was? How it was? I, I won. Well, I didn't know how it was coming out that's, of her. That's the that's but, the oh spoiler. Are we spoilers now? We're spo- okay, okay, spoiler. Okay, spo- spoiler. Spoiler already. <laughs> so um the 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 main the so she's having visions because she has a thing called like uh, an evil twin syndrome where when when uh in utero she, the the lead person was the dominant person and absorbed her twin within with when they were in like again in utero however uh, in this particular movie the twin gabriel 
was literally another piece of monstrous body behind her neck, behind her head. So it's connected. So imagine uh, for the viewers, imagine Siamese twins, but this one is not 50-50. It's more like maybe 20%. The other guy yeah, is 20%. And it's freaking in the back. Like the head yeah. is in the back and then there's arms yeah. protruding out in the back. But out. small, smallish yeah. arms. So it's like... yeah. yeah. So it looked like uh, so the the lead person's name was Maddie, but you know her real name was Emily. So Emily had like a a, a little monster, a little chanak backpack. Yes. Right? right. So like back of her head was another face, but it wasn't her revealed was another, at the start. Wasn't revealed okay. till till the end. The, the what had happened was in the end, some summary is they cut out Gabriel. What considered they Gabriel. What they could, what they could, to thought it was cancerous, and everything else was kind of like shoved in the back of her head. All right, so the face was contained. Still there. Yeah, uh, and it, it you know because of an abusive husband, it kind of got jostled out, and then Gabriel exacted his revenge uh, to all of the people that treated him poorly when they were uh, children. So. Um, I just thought that that forty million dollar budget really showed the you Dude, know the action. As I, was, as, I, as I like you when I watched from the start, I the, I could see the wonkiness of the production, even some of the acting like the the cop at mm -hmm. the start. Oh yeah. I mean yep. he, he he I don't know how, but he kind of became better in this last half. Maybe somebody mm -hmm. coached him a little bit, but <laughs> at the start he really felt like. Uh, like, is this your first movie kind of thing? <laughs> kind of looked like it. Right? Like he was just hired. Why are you because... flirting with the victim's sister right, right in front of everybody? <laughs> because they, they uh, what's this? They, they used up all the budget, so they just hired the, the first guy they could. But apparently he has some fans anyways, but still. so. And then there, some of the kill, the shots were good though. It was showing like the husband's death was good. Mm. And I love the action sequence. <laughs> the when he was chasing Gabriel, oh, mm -hmm. that was the movement was really cool, and then the big reveal with the in the police man, <laughs> in the police in the police station that was awesome. See that, that see that that was great for me. There was like one part of that uh, of massacre sequence in the police station that I did not kind of like they somebody just forgot about it because. The whole time they were really forcing the idea that when Gabriel is in control, you know, he is face forward. Like, so the hands, it's kind of hard to explain for our audio listeners, but the idea is that because Gabriel's in the back of the head of Emily, when it's Gabriel dominant, uh, the hands and the legs are like essentially Emily's walking backwards and moving backwards, hold, holding things backwards because the face is on the other in side. the back of her head. At the end of that sequence, like it was, uh, you know, essentially Gabriel was facing forward, but he was moving uh, with Emily forward. So, fuck, I can't describe it properly. But the idea is like it, it wasn't Gabriel facing movements that he was well, doing for I a few mean, he, spots he can control either one he's the dominant so i guess he can 100 percent. Mm. but yeah well i again it's uh one of those um uh, it's not all that uh i really really 
what I loved about this movie was the the subversion of expectation in terms of the lead, uh, which is Madison slash Emily, her sister, right? And the mom, because I thought it was going to be like, oh, the sister and the mom are like, oh, you are crazy. That's why you're adopted. You have a monster. Goodbye. No, they were very supportive and they were the yeah. ones who kind of like broke the case. So I, I like that the idea. I kind of like the idea of like one non-douchey cop trying to help them out, except the fact that he was flirting with uh, Emily's sister the entire time. Um, and I so, like the subversion of um, the sister going alone to a haunted hospital see, I, in the middle. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I like it because one, it's stupid, right? It's stupid. But <laughs> going alone to a haunted place by yourself. In the right? basement. Uh-huh, in the basement alone. But what I liked about it was Nothing happened. Because, Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the yeah, monster, the, the monster was with Emily mm-hmm. in the city. So it's mm-hmm. like it would have looked. It wouldn't have made sense to have a monster there because the yep. monster is not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see her parking? <laughs> like right park? in front, of, right close to the cliff. Of course, you're gonna park park where your car might fall off a cliff, and Dude, you can never have a place for I, I think another reason that I made me like this uh, movie more is after watching the movie, I went straight to Twitter, and I saw the memes, and they were just so fucking funny. Like, one of the memes was she parked the, the parking spot, like, damn, she's fucking brave for parking that close to the cliff. <laughs> and then another one that um, I liked was uh, um, Gabriel's picture. In, with a jacket and stuff backwards, and then John Wick's mm-hmm. face like Gabriel going John Wick <laughs> on the police station. And did you see the uh, the last uh, the chair throw from across the hall? Oh uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> what, that, that was like why? But good shot, good shot, good shot, good shot. Um, uh, oh, and, there's so many. And trivia: the Ingrid Bisu is actually the the CSI girl. The one with the glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she she co-wrote it with her husband, oh. who's James Wan. Her, oh. She's married to James Wan. Okay, so yeah, so the so she's the evidence and the forensic yeah. girl. I like. And she she's cute. Yeah. Thirsting, yes, thirsting over Kikoa. Kikoa Shaw. <laughs> we don't even know if he survived or not. Yeah, it's. Uh... Oh, she survived. Because it was it was here. They didn't show after. Oh, he. Oh, no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I fucking don't care if he's dead. And, I just, <laughs> and in the ending, it just gave me like a feeling of uh, more like a superhero conquering because she, she's like, he has powers now. She was able to lift the bed. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll do a, 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 that's what, a part two. That's what I said in earnest. I want a sequel. Maybe uh, like uh, there's another victim of that hospital with another... with. Creepy powers too, and then he and she and Gabriel have to team up. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking out there, but let's yeah. go. Kind of like Silence of the Lambs, but like uh, an <laughs> evil twin that is, has been absorbed in the back of your skull. Uh, but yeah, so that's yeah, that, that's malignant. Uh, the good things that is coming that that this movie has is it's on HBO Max. So if you, if you're on HBO, if you have HBO Max. Uh, it's free. technically free for you, uh, or it comes with your subscription, so it won't cost you too much watching this. It's not 
again, it's not horribly bad. You know, it's a good thing that it's under two hours, so it's not terribly a waste of time. So it's kind of like perfectly timed. Could if they have could they have done this in an hour and a half? I'm sure they could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, an hour and fifty is not bad for for this movie. There's some small glimpses of of warmth there, family, uh, sisterly love, and then motherly love, and uh, pretty good. Some good action scene, very brutal. Um, it has some scares in it, but not the type of scares that will keep you up at night. So if you just want to feel something while watching a movie, go just, try it out. Um, just grab a popcorn and watch. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those things that you, you don't have to pay one hundred percent attention to. But uh, I was just uh, uh, again, I came here knowing that this was like this is a B movie. It's just gonna this be campy. I know what this is. I did not know what it was like. That. I was like, "What's this?" <laughs> I'm so glad that this is on HBO Max. If I paid for this, if I paid two ninety nine to rent this, I would have been fucking pissed. I would have fucking box. <laughs> but it was good. It was free. It was a good movie. Like I again, I was just by myself here Friday night watching Malignant. It was fun. You know, I had a beer, had some like chicken wings. Great. Again, um, context matters. No. Context matters. You know um, that meme where it says, is for a lot? Well, it depends. If it's money, it's not. But if it's in the middle of an alley, it's dark, and you're alone, force a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah, framing your expectations was, like, you, know, you know, no, again, guard railing your expectations and about, you know, this is the point of this podcast is so that people can, can kind of see if this is for them. Some people want to watch mindless horror shit mm. and Hey, this perfect. Uh, and if you want um, Scorsese Tarantino film, like, no, this is not, definitely not it. So you find and like so, for me, like I always say anything around uh, maybe 45 to 55%. There's some those some, sometimes those yeah. some, you'll find mm-hmm. some good ones there. So you know mostly if it's forty five to sixty five sixty it's like some like it some don't. So there's some yeah. gems there for you. Not that that aren't gems for others, but that's yeah. not the point. You know you don't want you don't need what you want to be what others like. Yeah. You just need I'm, to again, enjoy I'm it. not the horror guy. Like you and mm. uh, you and the brother in law are yeah. the are the ones that have weekly horror. So you if you guys are happy with this, great. I'm not a horror guy. I still found myself a little bit entertained. I'm not going to say I fucking enjoyed it, but I was entertained. I did, you know, it was two hours that I could have just been scratching my balls, but now I was like watching Milligan. So uh, it, it's still good. It's one of those things that, hey, watch uh, with your own, watch with caution, right? <laughs> watch with caution, right? It's not the ones that, you know, it's, this is not the ones where we are going to and you know unlike our discussion last week with uh midnight mass where you have to yeah whether you like horror or suspense or thriller you you have to if you have access to it it's just an amazing piece of 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 cinema Cinema. of of television right um and uh our 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 closing uh um discussion uh this recording as well is one of those it's tough, but you know, it's just too amazing to pass up on. You know, it's it's uh, it's taking the world by storm, uh, not because of any reason. But before we get to that, we also wanted to discuss uh, the last episode of Disney Plus's uh, Marvel's What If. So uh, uh, the last episode is 
entitled what if what again uh what if the watcher broke his oath so last week's episode so basically what was... if he interfered 100%. Yeah. So so last week's what if episode, so the penultimate episode, episode 8 was about uh, Ultron acquiring all of the infinity stones, becoming so powerful that he is essentially taking over all the all the universes in the multiverse. And this but is just the episode not taking over, like killing everything. Killing everybody, all right? Or, or changing them into something that is more evolved, which is part of him um this episode is uh the watcher um uh, with the help of of evil dr strange or you know cooler dr strange in my opinion i don't think he's evil anymore by the end i mean by the end of this episode i think he the misguided i guess is a better yeah. This guy, the Doctor Strange. Again, love. I mean, what was the what was a better reason? Yes. Right? Yeah. Um. Uh, but they what they did was drafted a multiverse. Uh. So the the guardians of the multiverse. So picking that's you know that's why all of these different what if episodes kind of finally Happen. was um tied all in. I I think fairly neatly towards the end, but they picked. You know, you know, Party Thor, Star Lord, T'Challa, um, uh, Captain Carter, um, Killmonger, a few more, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Killmonger, um, uh, so that they could ostensibly get and or destroy uh, a or all of the Infinity Stones from um, Ultron, so the Ultron can fucking stop killing the entire multiverse. So. What did you think about the episode? I liked it. They tied it up better than I expected, but still some holes like uh, Killmonger. I mean, I I understand in the end why he did it, but just from the outset, like, why the fuck is he? Thinking? I mean, <laughs> that's a he's not a hero in any sense compared to the mm-hmm. others. And then. Um, Animation was great as usual. The fight scenes were good. The chemistry between between uh, Peggy and uh, the other Black Widow. Black uh, Widow, yeah. Party Thor was awesome. Uh, T'Challa did good too. Uh, who else was there? Uh, Even the who, zombies were used. And yeah, 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 I love that. And Zombie Wanda, right? So that, yeah, yeah. so that's I like that part. And um, my question is about the Gamora though. I think they missed the episode. They 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 skipped it. Where did they? There get? so there, there were supposed um, to be ten episodes, right? Uh, even I think twelve. Um, but I think yeah, there was supposed to be an episode that will kind of flesh out the Iron Man and Gamora yeah, um, so relationship, kinda... building the um, the Infinity Gem Crusher. So they might have skipped that. They'll probably use it in the next season. Yeah. But yeah, the, so yeah, Gamora was slightly underused in this particular case because yeah. the only job that she needed to do was she fucking brought, destroy yeah. one of the stones. But I, I, <laughs> she mean, I, I, I like I like the concept, especially in the end where the why Killmonger was there because it's like you have a one which is you can't beat. So mm-hmm. they used uh, the only other weapon they had was a villain so the, the villain invaded the other one but since mm-hmm. it created a distraction the other villain was able to because if this guy 
if Arnim Zola was able to control everything, then they're back to square to nothing. Yeah. Back to square one. But since there was another one that interrupted them, it kind of nullified each other. Then they were able to swoop in and and win. contain them in yeah. a pocket universe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here, I, I. Here's the thing. Uh, IGN rated this. And again, I'm a, I'm a another, big yeah, IGN review hater. Um, I love IGN for video game stuff, but these reviews are fucking all over the place. I get, I get, I will dedicate an entire episode just like bashing just how stupid looking their at, reviews looking at the scores. Are. Yeah, look, even just like no, it's look, scores are again. You're sometimes it's in context, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, an eight for. Infinity War is can be good, can be bad, right? Um, but just like one, like they they have, let's say, Ant Man uh, at an eight, eight and a half, and then they have Ragnarok at a seven and a half. The Ragnarok was seven and a half. Oh my god! I Ragnarok is one of their lowest rated, MCU. but highest ranked, right? So that's just stupid. Either way, that's for next episode. Another. For this one, they they rated this episode at the five, and it's definitely not a five. It's fun. It it got an element of each each of the first the previous eight episodes onto this high action. It's like super high octane. This is fucking animation. It doesn't have to be one hundred percent super clean in terms of the story. You're you're right. There's a bunch of holes. You skipped a bunch of stuff. Um, there's always an issue about power scaling because, you know, Dr. Strange was able to put some protection hexes on everybody to be able to um, uh, withstand. Uh, fight with and withstand no, uh, to uh, in, infinite Ultron's uh, blasts, which is kind of great. But if you think about that, then just like, why don't you just fucking put all of the hexes on you and fight them by yourself if you're that strong to protect everybody um but again it, it in the end i i uh i it faltered towards the end for me with the arnim zola and killmonger fighting over the stones in the pocket universe because it needed maybe another five minutes to really explain or either really set it up but either way it's animation it's fun it's supposed to be for kids great action love all the sequences, um, even the, the small quips, the Black Tony Widow, Thor. the last shot, also good with Peggy. Here, here's here's and for you, Clint. Like we love the the ending for Black Widow, though. My my kid and my wife like their their interpretation was wrong, but it would have hmm. been much better. They thought that, uh, they thought that the Watcher sent Black Widow to the MCU universe, our universe. Oh, yeah, no, no, because Black Widow died. So there's mm-hmm. another one, you know? So it's like, that would have been cool. That would have been cool, but yeah, I don't yeah. think that again. Yeah, yeah I again, that would have been cool. But yeah, so so closing thoughts. Um, how hyped are you for season two? Any oh, even, even better. Thoughts? I'm, I'm, um, I, requests? I, would, I would score this as an eight. Uh, 8, 8.5. Really loved it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, season Same. 2. Uh, yeah, more. I mean, maybe more. Because we still had some loose ends. Like, uh, I guess where they sent Black Widow in the end was the Hankman episode, right? The, the Hank Pym episode. Where Passive. he killed... Well, no, because we saw, we saw Thor there. 
so they were still alive. It's probably was, just a different. Was Thor dead? Oh, was Thor there? In the yeah, end? I, I can I have to yeah. rewatch that part. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought you um, said it to the that to the Hank Pym episode where Loki mm-hmm. they used Loki to kill him, but I to capture him mm-hmm. and then Loki turned turned on them. I think it's going to be just a another uh, a, a different universe, which is fine. Um, yeah. The we we haven't discussed the the mid credit scene where um, Peggy. Uh, so that I love the callbacks, like the Numerian star uh, in in Civil War and in Winter Soldier. That uh, in, intro sequence in Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, lo- I love that extra- uh, back and forth with uh, Black Widow. Yeah, I, he, I have the. He, I, I don't, was that? I, I'm the shield. I have the shield. Your, your disorder. Your disorder. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, yeah. more like a gun, but I like the word play. No, but the, the idea that they kind of used uh, um, Winter Soldier, uh, but instead of satellite coordinates in in the MCU movie here, it's like they were uh, they saw the the Hydra Crusher with possibly Steve or or Bucky inside the 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 armor because you know um, they didn't say um, just um, so they found the um, the iron well pff, iron giant they found the hydra stomper in a uh, uh, in a storage place in the Numerian star in the mid credit scene um, that's why Peggy was super surprised and that's why Black Widow was trying to get it. Uh, but Black Widow's surprise was somebody was in it, right? Or somebody is in it. But I'm hoping that it's Bucky and not um, not Steve. You want more uh, of we'll Sebastian see. Stan? I, well, I'm pretty sure next season they'll find a different <laughs> I'm willing to bet on it uh, that it's no longer Sebastian Stan. Uh, but yeah, I'm very, very excited. There's so many things that uh, they could do with um, Marvel's What If. So I think this is just going to be like one of those forever running. It's animation anyway. Oh, and, um, you can have voice actors do yeah, it. As a guy who lived in Vegas for a number of years, I love the callbacks of Thor. Like, Vegas. Thor. <laughs> That's a new war cry. Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> That's a good battle cry. But um, yeah, um, that is um, What If. Very excited. I hope that in season two they don't kill Tony Stark that many times. Maybe just half <laughs> the number of killing Tony Stark. Um, for uh, me, I just want. We... Uh, I sorry, you just said me. Uh, ask me, I didn't answer. For season two, I just want more out there stories. Like just give yeah, me, mm-hmm. give me more fucked mm-hmm. up ones. Bring, bring us dreams. Agatha. Bring us the kids. Bring us. Um, uh yeah, like all of all of the Disney Plus series with with you know the, the Avenger kids. Give us post apocalyptic ones, give us uh golden age ones. Yeah, I'm excited. Again, this is one of those things that I'm glad that there there's still a space in our schedule, like in our lives for mm-hmm. content like this, like where you Enjoy it if it's there, but you're not aching for that next week. Because you know, when we one division, um, and even Loki, particularly Loki, it was painful to week week on week wait for the next. It's episode gonna be good and, for good for discussion though, and and dodge all the Twitter um uh, Twitter mentions of it. 
but before we close out our what if discussion, and as we transition to our main topic for this week, which is Squid Game, we have another, you know, I like this. We have our friends submitting their thoughts uh, in terms of, of our assignment for this week. Uh, this week, we have our very good friend, Arnie, um, providing his thoughts about uh, the next few topics that we have. We have not listened to this. So um, here's the thing. All of the people we know, all of the friends that we love, we encourage you to join in. This is a communal podcast. Join in making content. But we will fucking make fun of you because you're not here. <laughs> so we, I don't know what, what Arnie is going to discuss. And I am excited to react to his reaction. So run it. So just uh, kids, words of warning. If you are easily scared, <laughs> turn away. <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's Arnold or Arnie. Well, there's no audio. Uh, oh, you may know I'm crap. One second. Pause. Pause for dramatic effect. Pause for dramatic effect. Yeah. So Arnie is one of our friends, uh, a very close friends. Again, we we're very lucky that we have a, a, a stable of friends that we've been together with forever and ever. Um, but he is on the West Coast and we record this podcast on a Saturday morning. So uh, Saturday, waking up at six and seven or six, six or seven in the morning is a little too much for our West Coast friends, but hopefully we'll, we'll get him to kind of like sleep on camera at some point while we'll record this. Hopefully but, it'll be a weekly um, thing. Yeah, so... Um, Already. Or again, Already. we're just like more happy to, more than happy to react to your reaction. So, right, again, warning, visual warning <laughs> for the audio podcast listeners, you know, they're fine. you're welcome. <laughs> but, there we go. An old, there old we Arnie. go. Uh, as you may know, I'm very busy, so I'm just doing this recording just to say hi You're and not busy. kind of introduce You're myself not to your followers and subscribers. Anyways, uh, I work seven days, so not a lot of free time. But I just want to join in with the conversation regarding Squid Game and What If. Uh, let's start with What If. Uh, the finale was good. Uh, I saw it late at night, uh, early morning, so at first it didn't land uh, with me in terms of the finale but after re-watching it and then watching the reactors watch it uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a good way to wrap up the season I would say uh, I wish it was a bit of a longer uh, battle scene to make it yeah, more uh, realistic yeah, with, uh, right. defeating Ultron there alright um, alright you're making a little bit of sense <laughs> the, the entire season uh, it ended up being connected after all um so I would say the my favorite one would still be the Star Lord uh, Chitala, T'Challa, T'Challa. Uh, episode. I still I love the Avengers shot. I still love the Avengers shot. And then in in episode you know, eight. Uh, yeah, the Avengers shot. I think the, my least favorite one, one is the Killmonger mm-hmm. episode. So uh, it is what it is. I just didn't. I don't know. Uh, I just got depressed after that. After that episode, <laughs> yeah, it is true. That they made uh, Killmonger all all, really a great season. Uh, hopefully, season two. Even in the episode eight, uh, there was no brand new stories, or maybe there was no redeeming factor. Or there. maybe we'll find out why he was Tony like Stark cool for like six minutes, and then after that, he was just point. like uh, so maybe, killing uh, and manipulating episode, everyone. So, so we'll see about that. Uh, as 
and moving Most on to episode, Squid Game. Yeah, just uh, just finished oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. So pause, week, pause. Or over the weekend. All right, kids. We're going to transition to the Squid Game discussion. And last week, we made the fatal mistake of doing our deep dive prior to showing the deep dive of the people that submitted. So since we have not listened or heard or seen this submission, this may contain spoilers. So um, we will we'll, we'll put timestamps on the Arnie deep dive because we also want to go back to discussing Squid Game for the people that have, for the six people in the world that hasn't watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so just warning, you know, Arnie might spoil some details here and there. And uh, let's go. I really like the show. Um, I think I would say it's a close to perfect show. The only mm-hmm. issue I had, mm-hmm. and even my wife had an issue with it, was the uh, VIPs. Uh, it just oh, They're just cartoon same. characters. It's way over, over the top. Uh, they didn't add to the story, to be quite honest. It was, uh, I don't know. They just sounded like cartoon characters. Uh, so there's not a lot of payoff with that one. I would have preferred had the VIPs still showed up like that with masks on and all that, but they just silent VIPs. Like the, maybe the only things they that would, would be say nicer, is like, I, I bet it's a uh, good call out. 4 million won on number 75. I kind of like the banter. Player one. They're just fucking. I just figured is he, or, he or I mean, had, okay, I know it's kind of right. All they talked about was the betting. If you're spending that much money. I didn't really need to know. You, you no. can't be that, you know, you can't be that stupid. I, or, think, I think you can do the how. You're kind of right. You know, they can be like rich eccentric trust trust kids who just got richer and then mm. they just yes, sure. and besides if if i'm that rich and i'm doing something stupid a squid game watching squid game i'm gonna do the fuck what the fuck i want i'm not gonna be keep that's quiet, true. right that's true for, i'm going to molest uh, uh, a, a yeah. server because i can yeah that's um, why they that's the purpose of the squid game itself oh, anything about the vips at all not that they were and, great actors and, and i, and I yeah. think like <laughs> they, they were probably not just hired non-actors or maybe yeah, see, uh, friends or something. I agree already. So I, I don't friends. know, it just didn't land with me. Uh, as, for, as far as for the characters, I love the characters. Uh, uh, 465 was great. Uh, uh, 218, yeah, he was kind of a jerk eventually. And then uh, the pickpocket yeah. was really good. Uh, I felt really bad for The university and, guy. Uh, of course, Ali. Uh, uh, being screwed over by uh, uh, Sangwoo was just really not you know, yeah. was really painful to watch. Um, let's see, and he the, was so the cop who went undercover. I still think that he was able to send those files. So maybe in season two, I that think was he's still alive. Playing, uh, it was a shoulder shot. Something into the story. If That's kind of true. And, and yeah, Storm and Shadow is still one, there. So. The, the twist in the end, um, okay, made sense. Uh, and, you know, when he, in the end, he's just wanted to play games. And I guess that's how he wanted to do it. So so we'll see. But all in all, like I said, it was a great, it was a good show. Very entertaining. Uh, as mentioned by your previous videos that the concepts are, you know, not original, but 
the execution is very sad and the visuals were just amazing uh yeah. actors thing. were really good uh you the know set, I, I the set made with, you know with some of you guys about not i'm sure it's not and, 40 uh, million dollars but it uh, looked good likable. Uh, I told you, I was Korea, stressed with next to Hollywood. Korean the first, Korean time, is the first episode, it, is, it, it, it just reminded me of Uncut mm -hmm. Gems. Uh, the, the Adam Sandler character there that just kept gambling and gambling and gambling. Uh, but eventually, once the, the game started and the story progressed and his relationship with Player One, uh, he, he became likable or redeemable yeah, for me. Mm -hmm. Sangwoo was the person you'd like to hate. Because he was, uh, he was pretty much holding up information. He's too smart for I his own good. I felt for the pickpocket. Like she really needed to do what she had to do for her little brother. And Ali was just a tragic character that was pretty much screwed over by, uh, you know, it could be social class, could be the educated, uneducated. Uh, so it's kind of like a big micro. It's a, it's like a microcosm of society in general, I guess, and how. Uh, immigrants or poor people get taken advantage of uh, by the ruling class, so to speak. I, th uh, that's yeah, what I. It's a great story. It's a good point. Hopefully, too. there's a season like, um, two. I don't know how they'll pull it off, but you know. I'm very uh, worried. I'll check out Alice in, Alice in Borderlands. We'll discuss similar stories, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's well earned. Um, so yeah, that's it for me right now, and uh, you know I don't have a PowerPoint presentation like RJ, <laughs> but uh, I'm just trying to. You need a PowerPoint presentation, I know. Right now, so good job, good job. Future. Next right, week, I, I out, hope guys. next week. See I hope next, next week you continue. Yeah. Well, thanks, Arnie, for taking time to record and join in the discussion. See, that's a see another. I hope that another thing that kind of resonates to the people that may be watching this is a. You, 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 you can make time for your friends. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like you, you can still be in your friends' life or the people that matter to you. You can always squeeze in something, and even if Hell, you're not Arnie there just live, making comments on on YouTube. On you, yeah, smile. it's yeah. still part of 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 our our circle, and of course, part of our family. So thanks, Arnie. You work on your presentations because I don't care if you work seven days a week. <laughs> Make time I for this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Squid Game. Um, you you go first. Again, we'll start. Yeah, we'll we'll start with with uh, regular shit. Um, uh, the uh, description of the show: hundreds of cash-strap contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's games for a tempting prize, but the stakes are deadly. So overall, it's um. Hunger Games combined with Battle Royale, Battle combined Royale. with um, uh, all of those uh, um, deathmatch death, movies yeah. that yeah that we've seen a bajillion times. Released September 17, 2021. It is currently the most watched Netflix show in the entire world, beating things like fucking all what was the previous but but it's it's it is um um uh, one of those phenomenons that took over the world, probably because, you know, it's high time that, you know, Asians get represented on a global stage this way. Uh, you know, Hollywood is no longer just the United States. Um, it has nine episodes. Each episode averages around 50-ish minutes each. So this could be a good 
if you and your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband and wife do one a night, I think that's a, a good cadence. I don't think you get to stop at one. You'll probably do two a night. So um, you know, that's a good way to ingest Squid Game in a good pace that you can enjoy, absorb, and think about all of the things that the show has been talking about. So, Trebax, what, again, your take on, on, on Squid Game, but I think my first question to you, and we've raised this before, is um, why did Squid Game take off, became this global hit with regurgitated themes and 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 why does th- why does this work compared to the all the others that we've kind of mentioned that kind of has a similar theme well one it's executed really well that always helps you know looks great shot well good actor great actors not good great actors the concept is is good as uh as you said it's been done a while but I think what may, one of the things that I think there's two things that made it very popular. One is I see I, I read some I read I think the author said that it's simple. The games are simple. It's nothing <laughs> too complicated, you know. Um no the rules are basic, you know. You look at it, you know what about what it is. Where he made it up in complexity is in the strategy cuz the games are mm-hmm. simple but then that's where the people factor come in, you know, the the human factor where the, the lying, the cheating, the helping each other also, uh, the, the empathy, being empathetic to others or being selfish. And then the other thing that makes it um, appealing also is the money. Like the, the people are mm-hmm. down and out, you know, financially, which a lot of people in the world are, you know, needing help and stuff, or just being down on your luck, and having this chance to flip it. You know, be mm-hmm. on top of the world, but then you have to go through this. So it's very interesting. Very yeah. cool. Um, yeah, and, uh, you're hundred percent right. I think um, you know, basically, it's a combination of one. It's on Netflix, so it's easier access to most people. Uh, to nail on the head, the visuals are stunning. Like um, the sets were fairly simple sets, like you know, a field with a giant doll, or um, you know, Ooh, that for how... me that's the best twist. That the room they're in is also all the the rooms that they, the room of the games. Mm. Well, they go to a different place. For no, they, the games. They go back. It's the same room. They just so they change the room. They just they make them walk the stairs, and then they mm-hmm. change the room. How interesting! I always thought that they moved to a different yeah. place, but I know. Like I've I also seen a bunch of of re- reaction in Easter eggs video that all the games that they've played are literally written in the place that they were staying at. And so if somebody was just it's attentive it's in enough. Yeah. It's in the background. So um either way, so I, I um the one I saw um I love the subtlety of like you're right, the subtlety of the games because it's so simple everybody can understand children's it. Because games. even if the even if these are are Korean children's games, there are analogous things of this in 
in all different cultures. So that's the other thing. Um, acting was great too. I, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, the, the main, main characters aren't the ones that are like the super prettiest. Of course, um, the pickpocket and um, the pickpocket's friend towards the end. Okay, they're very, very pretty to look at. But, you know, the main dude uh, for four, four, six, four, five, six, uh, and 218, or just good actors, um, which you need really good actors to um, act or to show something, somebody that you hate. Like, you know, these are not desirable people. And you are, by this third or fourth episode, you start semi-rooting for them. <laughs> it's, it's hard because like, none of these people are, are good. Uh, everybody is there for a reason. And um, as Korean uh, uh, TV shows show, uh, the exposition is very, very clearly laid out. Like they really put in a lot of backstory in these characters, so you know where they're coming from. They repeat fucking descriptions of "you're the guy that went to the university," "you're the smartest guy in this place." Like you say that a fucking million times. Or by the third episode, it's like, yeah, this dude, this is the university dude, um, and then this guy is this is the, the the gambler. This guy is the old guy. So it's like um, it, you really know the character. So if you power through the, the difficulty of rooting for somebody that has some darkness in them, you'll have fun. Um, I think the, 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 the main reason as well this series worked is because, like what you mentioned, you, you make the game simple you make the strategy complex and yeah. um, the complexity of it is either you can do it by yourself or you make allies. But if you make allies, you know, there's only going to be one person who is going to win it in the end. So at some point, the people that you develop friendships with and bonds with will die either against you or for you. So that was kind of fun. And they spent a, re a really long time making sure that you understand why people develop these bonds how they develop these bonds it's not the cliche one guy wanting to you know it's a little bit like you know one guy wanting to help everybody or as many people as they can but also in a very very practical sense because four five six developed that little crew uh, alliance that you wanted it's not the most desirable alliance there but you know at least they knew that they could help each other out it's what they um, had yeah so yeah um, and um, I'm gonna confirm if I was correct in the I th I thought I read that the room was there was only one room, but I'll, I'll double check if it's the same. Maybe there's only one room for the games and one room for sleeping. Okay, maybe. But I read yeah. I also read about the part where the games was written on the sides, but I'll double check that. Yeah. But um, um yeah, go. Yeah, and again, just like the idea here is like there's the different types of games are you know it's a good mix of cooperative intellectual and strategic like um the red the first game red light green light where it's essentially stop and go um pepsi seven up in the philippines um and again it you know there's that's you can't get any simpler than that but also it's like there's just certain people that are just so stupid and move no, but there in lies again the where they you can make it complex like it's a simple rule but then there were people hiding behind other people. Yep, you know? exactly. Right? right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. pushing people. And then like there's, that. yeah, there's the the game with, so a couple of games, we'll run through the games. The red light, green light is, again, there's a giant doll where if the doll is facing the players, they should not move. And then they need to cross a line. 
right? Um, so if you move while the giant doll is facing the players, you get shot. Simple enough. Uh, the next game will be the um, the honeycomb game. So the they needed to carve out a shape from a cookie using a pin without breaking the shape. Which right. was cool because like the first game was action and running and stuff and then this one is just like everybody sitting alone but still freaking intense. Yeah. Yeah. Technique. So I mean there's also like subplots in terms of if you kind of know the game you could ostensibly prepare to like pick the the shape that is easiest to carve out the cookie. Right. Um, and then the the com- more complicated things uh, you need like uh, additional steps. So that was fun too. Well, what was um, the easiest? The triangle, right? Triangle would be the easiest. Triangle the easiest. Yeah, yeah. And then the umbrella was the hardest. So, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the next game is you know you needed a little bit more physicality. Was tug of war, right? So this one was like yes. if you have a strong team cool if you have a do not have a strong team you need to rely a little bit more on technique so this was a little bit more of like you know the strongest doesn't usually win you know your technique can win over technique and strategy can win over or can win over over brawn i see uh, for me that was the best scene i uh, i truly enjoy that because uh there's there's preamble to it like hey when i was a kid i played tug of war a lot um, this is how we won, and then even with that, they still almost lost. They needed innovation in I between know. two, so you need to both have strategy and be flexible enough to uh, change your strategy in between case. So that's kind of like you know, it's cool, that's fun. Um, next game. Um, oh fuck, this this game. So after the tug of war game, oh, is this the Marvel uh, game? It's the Marvel game. So, uh, like in any culture uh, in the Philippines, you have you know different ways in which you play good marbles. Jolins or Holen or or marbles. I was never good either. I I fucking crushed at. I had so many marbles when I was growing up. You're so good, but you know we don't. We didn't we, in the Philippines. We didn't have a lot of variation. So this one was this one was interesting because the 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 point was. Two people will be playing against each other, so even matching up was kind of like difficult because they didn't know whether they will be working together or against I each know. other. So that was that was the fun part, but kind of expect that in terms of battle royale stuff. You put the closest people against, uh, you know, uh, the closest people against each other, and just like to really show you the stakes. Um, but there's so many variations on how to play the marble game, and you know, which is I just need to get all your marbles <laughs> within the time frame, right? Um, you will will leave the details of of that particular game for you guys who have not watched it. It's such an amazing sequence. Uh, uh, the, my favorite word that came out there was ganbu, G G A N B U, which is kind of like you're my best friend now. Um, and then the um, the last game. Um, the, the, oh, so there was there was a the marble the game. bridge game. Wait, the marble oh. game again with the it can't get any basic than that. Guess if it's even or odd, get the mm-hmm. marble. But how many ways was it? How many ways did it play out? You know, mm-hmm. right? One mm-hmm. was, you know, deceiving the other with, with because he was losing his mind. The other one just fucked it up. Or like he just mm-hmm. lost on purpose, but then switched it. And then yeah. the other one didn't want to play at all, and they just did one game at the one game at the end. 
Yep. For for all the yeah. marbles. Yeah, it's it's uh you mean they get the closest marble to the wall or the whole um the whole there's like there's so many variations in terms of like how can you gamble your your marbles away there's strategy there's skill there's luck uh there's deceit so that was like that was that's one of my that's definitely my favorite game but also one of my favorite episodes because of the variety of of technically how you deceive your your opponent right because you're, you're either strategizing heartbreaking yeah. Still not as heartbreaking as that episode in Alice in Borderlands, though. I think it was episode three. Was it episode uh, three? The, remember that the, episode? Oh, uh, in in the uh, 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 was it an aquarium or a zoo? Something like that, like a uh, yeah that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I tried uh, to research, and I think yeah, I, I was wrong. It's different rooms for the games, but yeah. the but the, that their dorm room had the yeah. I had the clues from the beginning. Yeah, it was like it was written on the walls, uh, just slightly covered. But you know, as the episodes come along, and as they the as they the ruin the bed, <laughs> ruin their 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 sleeping habits, uh, um, it kind of like becomes more exposed. Uh, the second to the last game is the bridge game, where they have to move from one end of a room uh, to the other, uh, walking that one was on. Fucked up. That's the other thing too. So there's a game before the game, like you know, knowing when, when to play. Like you, you don't want to be first, but you also don't want to be last, right? Right. So you don't want to be first because like you don't know if you're gonna make a mistake or not. Uh, also, you don't want to be last because you don't want to kind of either run out of time or. I guess you're right. Get... I, I was gonna say that this one was the one I didn't like in terms of rules. Because it's, it mm-hmm. was unfair, but you're right. They made them choose a number at the start, which made mm-hmm. it kind of equalize. So, yeah. So, that made it. Okay. Yeah. But the bridge is made out of, of, of glass uh, squares where one is tempered, one is not. So, so on two uh, sides. if you step on it. Yeah. yeah. So so there's two sides. Tempered. Yeah. One tempered, yeah. one glass. And it's, it, it changes every, every glass. Every so step, you, yeah. So once you jump on one panel, the next panel, you, you don't know if it's the right or the left that's going to break. So you have to choose and then you have to keep choosing until you reach the end, if you reach the end. Yeah, and, and see, I didn't like that game because the idea of that game is like you can't strategize your way through it, right? If you're the first, like if I'm by myself. So uh, again, there's a lot of games within games. We'll that, let no, you guys watch the episode. That's what I... I was telling you also that it was there's no way to win if you're the first. Yep. But but then I realized that before that, they had the option to choose the numbers. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes it fair again. It's again it's it's a little an, bit. All of these yeah. all of these games have a combination of luck off of the draw, strategy, and technique. Because even in this game, there was a dude that worked in a glass company that could technically um, eyeball. Um, which is tempered reflection. and which is not from the reflection. Um, but I was also thinking about that. What if he volunteered himself to be first so he can chart the path, right? No, oh, but um, if, he, if he did, they would have he would have turned off the lights start, yeah. And yeah. and as he said, he, they asked him why he didn't do it from the start. He said, They're trying to kill me, <laughs> they're trying to kill mm-hmm. each other. Why would I save them? But um, I also was thinking, what if like everybody got everybody's shoes and start, 
throwing it or like just like throwing the shoes or whatever that they can throw at at every single one and what it breaks but maybe you know the tempered glass needs 200 pounds of force instead of like a shoe being thrown on it so there's a lot of ways in the end it kind of worked um there was a a a pre sec pre um pre-game before the last game where the the last few survivors before the final game oh wait before uh, you go there okay uh, the bad the the guy you love to hate uh the the mob guy Mm -hmm. i love how he died that was just fucking oh with with the the woman like crazy girl you're fucking me i'll fuck you he died too smart I, those are like um, so the mob guy and there's like this this crazy lady that is a, a kind of more of like a leech um yeah. but he used they're interesting yeah, yeah they were interesting um uh and the second to the last game is you know during dinner everybody was given <laughs> or, or was allowed to keep their steak knives so they could essentially like either kill each other prior to the last game dwindle the numbers or just use it to defend themselves um that was also a heartbreaking um episode for me like towards the end uh again we'll we'll, we'll skip the 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 cool uh beats of those episodes for the people that will watch uh and then of course the last game is a squid game uh which i still don't understand the basically just turned out to a fight yeah, uh, yeah, but again, yeah. So you get to this place. You hop with over one leg until you get to this side of the field, and once you get to that side of a field unobstructed, you can fucking use both feet and just like fuck up the other person. Uh, in the end, they just beat each other up. Um, so those are all the games. So again, super simple. It's a combination of skill, strategy, technique, brute luck. strength, luck, and determination. So. Um, you know, as as you know, the final note before we we kind of like discuss uh, whatever else we want to discuss with them is one of the main draws or difference this um, series has compared to all the other um, death matches, Hunger Games type uh, series is very early on in the season, literally the end of the first episode, start of the second episodes, they were allowed to go back. Oh, they I were mean, allowed to vote in the discussion. Yeah, they were allowed to vote so that um, they could choose to stop the game. Um, but the the prize money, which is an obscene amount of money, will not go to the remaining players. It will go to the players that died. It will be evenly divided to the people that died. So that was kind of um, that was kind of new. Uh, I mean, inherently, you could like uh, um, it has been touched upon in different movies and different shows, but it was not shown where they actually got out and chose to come back in. Almost like out of 183, 180 came back, right? So they started at 400 plus. Half of the people died after the first game. People got freaked out. They bought, uh, they they thought about, uh, they voted to either stay or leave. Uh, again, everybody voted to leave, but again, the the option to come back was given to them, and then within what couple of days, everybody was back, um, and then 
just went through the game as you know as people that are conscious about their fate and you know knowing that you know they they this gives them like a, a battle a game to the death gives them a fairer shot at life than life itself that was a good theme that kind of cuts across all of the episodes where life or the world is so unfair um you know out there that they'd rather either die or kill other people in a game that has a chance of them succeeding one in 200 chance of them succeeding is a far better uh, odds for them uh, than just living their lives as normal so and that's my take that's kind of like the reason why i think this I mean, one out of 200 isn't that bad if you think about I'm, it the problem is the stakes your life is yeah i i mean if if i was down in my luck i'd probably take it but like my life is pretty good so that shit <laughs> okay so what what let's go yeah deep, what uh, else do you want to like deep dive into so Squid Game? Uh, like i said great acting great sets great great uh, greatly shot great series but i have some issues number one which i guess is part of the story but they weren't likable from the start and none of mm-hmm. them even in the end weren't that likable like even gihon mm-hmm. it's like yeah i can see that by like episode three that he's not a bad guy he's just down on his luck but it's still not that likable but okay if you say the concept is they're all there none of them are likable because that's why they're all there right mm-hmm. so okay i'll take that but then the problem is what you said um they were given that this isn't an evil empire there there's nothing this is as i guess not evil but this is as human as you can be you know selfish human where the group can i mean i'm talking about the group who holds mm-hmm. the, the who holds the screen game they're as humanly selfishly human as you can be they're the most humane illegal <laughs> death match uh place yeah, no, no, i mean can, i mean their goals is not like their goals is like so evil you know or something or they just want to kill people they, their game is just to have to have fun entertaining uh killing people is just like a byproduct but they're not out there killing people at will no. they gave them a chance to go out they mm-hmm. all chose to come back so that brings me to the ending where the guy, uh, 456 who won, where is his outrage coming from? Where is his moral righteousness, yeah. anger mm-hmm. coming from against them? Like, you came back on your own knowing you will have to kill or be killed. Layer on the fact that not only did you get all of this money, albeit in a weird way where he, he didn't really kind of uh, um, actively or consciously wanted to get it himself, right? But you are trading the life of your kid or your, a, a good life with your kid to go back in what? Uh, we don't know yet. Again, season two is not written. There's, oh, there's yeah, uh, rumors about... Even before that, just you, the discussion with the old guy. Mm-hmm. He deceived him when he yep. thought that he was losing his mind in the marble game. So where is his anger from? Like his last scene where he's gonna go after this group. For what? Why? To stop other people having from a having shot the at chance 
at that mm-hmm. money? Like, if they were all kidnapped and no giving the shot, and I understand that the game could have been like, it was majority leave. So even if you didn't mm-hmm. want to leave, even if you wanted to leave, but majority Didn't. wanted to stay, you're still fucked, and mm-hmm. that's that's like more like kidnapping mm-hmm. still. But they did get out. Mm-hmm. So out, so they removed that from the equation. He chose to step back in, knowing that, and now he's angry at them for putting him in that situation. Mm-hmm. Now again, there's if we. If we really look at these people, like one, these people, like the people that joined the game, um, they didn't deserve a second chance. They deserve to go to jail. <laughs> like uh-huh. if you're in for embezzlement, if you're a mobster, if you're uh, a pickpocket, everybody has that reasons to do those things, right? You know, that's that's the complexity of 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 the series itself. Is like they just didn't do this for. Doing it, right? and I'm fine with that. But it's the moral outrage that I I don't mm-hmm. get. Yeah. I, I mean, if it was Sunu that one, and then he wanted to go after them because he wants more money or something like that, I, that would have made more sense. But him, he promised the girl to take care of his kid, and he sat on his ass for a year, for a year, the kid <laughs> in the orphanage. Right? Yep. And then yep. he comes out. Yep. I give I gave him a pass for that. He was traumatized. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. But and then he comes out to that old guy, and then he's like, so mad at him. Like you fucked my, mm-hmm. you fucked your life up. Mm-hmm. You you did that. You yeah. came back. If if you died in the first game, I understand your outrage. <laughs> you didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was happening. But when you came back, then that's different. Those that killed, those that died in the first game, are the real victims. My sense. Yeah, victims. Because they didn't yeah. know shit what was happening. But after that, it's, it's all the new. And then second, what Mark said perfectly last a few episodes before. Season two. How is he gonna go after them? He's not smart. He's not strong. <laughs> I mean... He is very rich now. But his money is like a drop compared to what he have. Mm-hmm. It's like... Again... How is he gonna? I um, the I did he I did read some interviews because again everybody is jonesing for Season Squid two. Game, but they didn't realize how long it took for this this um series to get bought and built. Yeah, uh, he lost teeth that. in making it because yeah. like ten years of of whatever. But either way, but like the one rumor that I uh, or one interview that I read from the director that I really like is like the season two will not even concentrate or will not even showcase any, uh, any contestants. It'll be concentrating everybody, everything on the makers officials squid game. So that might be a, a fun take on, on season two while they figure this character out. I mean, one, because one, one thing I read was he said he didn't have plans mm-hmm. for season two. I mean, he didn't, when he made season one, he didn't plan on season two. Yet. And he even said, I need a writer's room. So that's not instilling confidence. <laughs> I mean, maybe I the, the one he'll, you read, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. I mean, again, this is one of the, this is, again, this is not a complicated thing that he's won. The know, things but, that was highlighted was his one super, but I so mean, you mean just, not going to be in, in it? I think maybe like he's a through line. Or maybe through, he's like the cop from the first one. Maybe. Going outside. Yeah. Because my other yeah. problem with this is like, 
stories like this work because of the intimacy. So usually mm-hmm. sequels, the problem with sequels is if you keep it they intimate. Expand. No, if you keep mm-hmm. it intimate, it's a duplicate of the first. You can't mm-hmm. do it any better than the first. But if you then if you expand, you lose the intimacy. So that's I my am, problem. Okay, I that's why for me I I've stopped theorizing about the next seasons. I have my wishes, I have my preferences, but these are people that are getting paid millions of dollars to figure this out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, the only thing that, the one thing that I really do want to highlight is, um, and the reason why I feel that, you know, this is not a perfect show. But again, it's, a, it's I think it's timing. Pandemic, Netflix, um, you prime them with Alice in Borderland. You prime them with all of these very gut-wrenching cerebral shows. Um, you prime them with, you know, the 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 support of the Asian community more and more. Unfortunately, because of a little bit of the Asian hate that has been happening uh, across the world uh, earlier this year. So it's like perfect timing, perfect storm, great representation of 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 something good. Uh, never forget that Gihun has red hair at the last episode. That Fuck that destroys my confidence in him. I, I, I understand you're doing the Sakuragi <laughs> shit, but that's not even a good. That's not one. That's like not a good haircut. It's not a good red. Nobody's gonna notice me because <laughs> I have red. Oh. Hair. No, you're very incognito now. You know, you know, looking for all of these like um, high-powered uh, uh, um, um, people managing this multi-year death match with red hair. Nobody's gonna super stealth, super stealth. Um, the other thing too is so my problem with watching movies and series is I kind of get what's gonna happen after the first 40, 45 minutes. Oh, I try to I try to shut my I don't I'm I, good at keeping my mind closed because I wanna get spoiled. I mean I wanna experience it as mm-hmm. they try to intend as it. as soon as I saw the old guy having zero zero one, he I knew fucking knew. I knew it either he's chosen to be back. So it's a couple of things. Either he's chosen to be back there so many times that he's just, you know, he's been there for 10, 15 years, whatever. Right. Like the old player that is veteran, just like enjoying reveling in the, in seeing people kind of freak out or he is part of the thing, like either a plant, maybe one of the owners. I didn't realize that it was going to be his last game, which is kind of good. Like I like the, at the last part where it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm dying. I have terminal cancer. Um, I love this product so much that, you know, this is a, a place where people feel the most alive when they're closest to death. So that was cute. Uh, but I already knew, like, 100%. Oh, and, um, and then... I'll go, go, go ahead. No, it was like, even with the with the tug of war, I, that's that what cemented me, where it's like, oh, maybe these are all of his... Because he was smiling the first game, red light, green light, right? And then... Um, the the licking part he you know he he was he was surprised like you know he was um when when he copied uh gihun uh, the technique about licking the back so that it can be easily breaking off the cookie um maybe that got that was lucky 
But the next game was tug of war. And it seems like, oh, two out of the three games was games that he really enjoyed playing. All right. So so maybe it's like maybe it's about his life. It's like, all right, this is this is the dude, hundred percent. Yeah. So, and for yeah. for me the the organ boggling thing kinda mm-hmm. out of left field. I mean I I could, I, I could see it, but I appreciated the attempt because like a they wanted to within the conspiracy, but yeah, but but also it's like how would one introduce like how would one introduce like a a player that is getting inside information apart? So what can that person give? And it's like yeah. all right, I was thinking like what how like sex? Like I'm a you know one of the guards will fuck one of the contestants and then. The contestant will know what the next game would be to give them a leg up. So this one was like, okay, all right, whatever, <laughs> cute. Uh, I like it. And nice call back. Um, I also Fili- nice call back to the Philippines for the the gambling that <laughs> the <laughs> Filipinos coming to collect. Yeah, uh, I also do like. Um, um, so the other thing too is like because they hired such a high profile actor. Uh, to be like the game master there, like the main, one of the game master there. So it was uh, Storm Shadow from um, from GI Joe, and he was only seen in like like his face was only seen like one and a half episodes in the end. So I'm I'm assuming he'll play a bigger part because you don't hire somebody that big and use them for just that role. I'm assuming well, that he has I mean, some plans for they, that. They hired Gong Yu for that. As a cameo at the start, the guy who in the guy who played drafted the, people, yeah, yeah, he's pretty big drafting. also in Korea. But yeah, but he could K-dramas. he could maintain that role for yeah. ten years. <laughs> no, and, and the and reason uh, Korean shows are known for a uh, lots of big big cameos always for small role, small small cam- you know small roles. But yeah, yeah and maybe he's the lead in the second the. Uh, Storm Shadow guy. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, maybe is the focus. So many point. change of heart. Yeah. Or or maybe it's gonna be one one is the one. Ging Hu uh Gi Hoon yeah. versus uh Storm Shadow. Um, cat and mouse game. Yeah, <laughs> um and, and also Storm Shadow already won. Right? He yeah. won a, the squid game yeah. and chose to come back. And the ending... chose to manage it. In the ending, did Storm Shadow call him while he was going to the plane, or did he call Storm Shadow while walking to the plane? He called just a random. He called the the number the number that he had, mm-hmm. and then Storm Shadow picked up a transfer to. Storm I Shadow. I don't think anybody picked up. No, I think just a random. No, because Storm Shadow told him, "Don't turn around. Get on that plane." Oh, right. So that was. I can't remember if Storm I didn't, Shadow. I just thought him. that everybody's watching him. Mm. But yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah uh, excited to see uh, season two whenever it comes out. But I have reservations. Yeah. Not too much. I, I mean, I as think, you said, I'm they'll figure it out. Proud of the show. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 95%. I think a Damn. little high. About 90, Damn. 89. Uh, it's not a, again, it's not a perfect show. But it's a perfect show for right now. Right? You know, you're watching... You're reading subtitles. Dude, read subtitles. Um, there's a lot of controversy around how stupid the, the translation was. So I'm actually excited to, you know, perhaps watch a dubbed version in the future. 
maybe they will fix the subtitles and whatnot. But oh, you know, you watch I dub? don't. Did you watch the dub? No, no, there's no dub. Oh. There's no dub. But oh, okay. um, I've seen while reviewing for this episode, people uh, have been complaining about how incorrect the translations were, uh, where the simplified English was way better than the the default English in Netflix. So you have to like switch it to understand it better. But um, uh, yeah, uh, it's 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's a little bit high. IMDb has it at 8.3 out of 10. I think that's around the place for it. But this is one of those shows that, you know, everybody's talking about it right now. I cannot open my Twitter without seeing discussions around um, um, Squid Game. Um, it will blow over for sure. Maybe another week. All right. We're going to move on to the next possibly Wheel of that's Time. Life. Um, that's life. Uh-huh. But uh, it's one of those, um, um, uh, there's enough here, enough visual, uh, you know, uh, uh, enough great visuals, enough great storytelling, enough layered um, themes that everybody can learn something from. Um, plus the main fact that also as much as we watch Korean movies and Korean shows, it's still not the dominating, the the dominant minority of of what we would watch on a particular streaming service like if you go to like hbo max or netflix most people will probably the first uh subtitled or dubbed show that they will watch will be more like money heist casa de papel or something like that. so spanish uh european kind of thing so i'm, I'm glad that you know the asians uh particularly led by the koreans here is like really like breaking more barriers because there's so many amazing Korean shows that uh, will just be, um, you know, suggested after watching this. Like, you know, why can't be, it's weird that Alice in Borderland came ahead of this, but now it's being, it's having its resurgence because yeah, of, top 10 of again. Squid Game. Yeah, so it's kind of great. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, are we done with Squid Game? Yeah. Watch it, watch it. Yeah, Enjoy, watch it, watch give it. us your thoughts. The comments. Uh, we will we'll breathe through a couple of more things before we wrap up the show. Our next segment would be some of the things that we want you guys to um, what we really recommend. Right. Uh, no, so, this is where uh, I think homework. Our homework for next week. Homework. Mm-hmm. So for me, so I what saw you got? I saw this uh, two days, two days, three days ago. Free guy with my okay. family. Mm-hmm. It's good, because when surprisingly, I, you know, right? When, when we oh, so you've seen it? I've seen it. So yeah, because when we saw the trailer, it was like, man, this is like, this is like gonna suck. <laughs> this is like uh, cliche, you know, crappy stuff. But mm-hmm. there's more heart. So we'll discuss this next week. What, we'll discuss next week. But RJ yeah, has the, to watch the, it. yeah, the the. The trailer can't do it justice, but I understand why it didn't do justice. It's very hard to do a teaser, like yeah. a hype reel for the themes that they actually eventually discussed. I just want, I was in Austin uh, when I saw this in the cinema because I just like, I have, you know, I have AMC, um, a, uh, a plus where I can watch three movies a week for free wherever. Um, I got there, um, no expectations. I was just literally just wanted to see uh, Comer. Jennifer, is her name Jennifer? Uh, Comer? So, uh, 
Jolie? Jolie? Jodie? Jodie Comer? Jody. The, the lead actress is also the lead actress, is one of the lead actresses in Killing Eve, and I fucking love her. I will watch her anywhere. She's also in this Ridley Scott movie called The Last Duel. Jodie Comer. I'm also going. Jodie Comer. So I, I love, just like, I'm in. It's, I'm watching that because I love, I also love Adam Driver. I just yeah, love I'm not an Adam Driver fan, but I'm a fan. I love, I love it when he when he when he get he screams. It just mm-hmm. looks so it feels so good. So the yeah, when it comes out the last uh but yeah, I'm excited to discuss that with you. Uh RJ gave us Oat Studios. Oh, so this one it has been on my queue. This is an anthology series of um David Sci- Blomkamp sci-fi apocalyptic stuff. Uh he yeah, it's like I, a lot I of like I didn't know anything about it. He just texted me today and he said he was watching it. So I put it there. So it's yeah. it's anthology, short, short episodes. Short, Easy. short, short films, short anthology. David Bonkamp of District 9 and uh, um, Chappie fame. Um, the trailer that I saw, it's on my queue. So every time I open my Netflix, it kind of runs a little bit of its trailer. And uh, Ridley is there. A Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver first so episode. fuck it. Hells yeah, we'll watch that. And it looks cool. I love Kapokalip Shek. Excited to discuss that with you next week as well. Um, my assignment ongoing, because I know this is go- it's going to be, so it was 12 episodes this season, nine episodes, eight episodes last season. So Ted Lasso continues. So last night before I slept, the last thing that I saw was the season two finale of Ted Lasso. And it continues to just surprise me how many feelings it gives me in a minute by minute. Does it still um, have that, that positivity joy? Or is it too dark? It has it it always has that positivity and joy. And the only kind of semi semi-spoiler that I would say just to encourage more people to watch it is in the first season, you had a clear antagonist. Clear people that you will root against. There's some layers on why you're rooting against these people and why these people are quote-unquote the bad guys. But they're clear and you rally against it. Like you come together to solve a problem. Season two, is way more complex in a way that all there's there's no there's there's no real enemy there's no real big bad because the big bad is in you right it's your it's your image of yourself it's self doubt it's anxiety which is kind of like the the very top level but that's fine as well it is either too little confidence, too much confidence. There's false confidence. There's um, um, everything is about inward struggles. I am, I am, uh, um, I'm feeling a certain type of way because I am anxious that my partner is becoming better or is better without me, or I will always need my partner around me to be better. I'm feeling anxious because I'm having so much success or I'm having um, um, I'm being anxious because random because of no reason at all. 
So it's weird to find a, an entire season with no major, there's no real through line. There's no A, a plot. There, it's, it's crazy how I, even with my limited expertise in watching series, expertise in, in sitcoms like this, this one was like the one of the most complex and you can really see how amazing writing Ted Lasso is because of this. Because there's, no there's no A plot, so you rely on beats. You rely on episode by episode stuff and you just hope that it ties in together a little bit more and then every episode builds with each other and then just every single line is just great <laughs> if you take a if you watch five I, minutes take six lines out of it, it's like that's a good line i just waited there's for maybe the one episode that i didn't like right there's one episode that was like the artsy episode that i can do without but everything else is just like everybody's fucking amazing everybody's like evolving which is weird and and it's just sometimes it's not I, something you think you like them evolving right you want your characters the same but it's growth so i'm excited um me and the wife we, i just wanted to wait for the finale so we can binge it so that's that's mm. what that's our homework for because we love the first she loved all she also loved the first season so, so i we'll definitely is, get to that it's literally playing on my background because it's just it's such a great show um right those are our assignments for next week uh, we always close out our episodes with reacting to a couple of trailers that we want to react to. Um, this week, the trailer that has been um, uh, dominating maybe the, the the nerddom, the fandom base is of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City 2021. So this is coming out in theaters in November, at least in the United States. I was so sad. The, I thought it was a Netflix. Yeah. The elevator pitch here is that the creators of this are apparently um, giant fans of the series. So they wanted and to do... They brought it they back wanted to the to original. So this is a total reboot, right? So they wanted to do one, two, and three in one movie. Resident As Evil. Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3, the video game, into the first movie. That's my understanding. I have seen bits and pieces of this trailer from the six, maybe the 18 seconds in total that I've seen. I really, really like, but I have I not seen the full trailer. So let's, let's see. Let's I, see if I, that holds. Also like uh, the main uh, actress, Kayla. Oh, I love her. Kayla Again, I love her. I love Stephen ML too. Or Robbie. Robbie ML. Robbie ML. Yeah. Because I, I love, the... I, I love the actors and actresses too. story has a beginning. Discover the origin of evil. What movie was she in? Why are you back here? Um, Knives Death, out? Death, you can Death Cure. True when we were kids. Death May. Death uh, May, uh, May Maze Runner. Expose Umbrella. Oh, the Maze, Maze Runner. Runner. But also there's another one. Yeah, she, she's in a bit. I'm afraid, Claire. I'm afraid of what they're going to do to this town. You see, Umbrella, they have an incident. Talking Chernobyl, if you know what I mean. People are getting sick. Kaya, Kaya Scudelario. Scudelario. Let the world know what's really going on. I love her as a maze runner. Oh, the crawl. Oh, the. Yeah, the crocodile alligator thing. She was the swimmer. 
We have to contain this. Shall we go? Oh, the guy from Umbrella Academy. Yep. The gorilla guy is there too. What were Umbrella doing here? This is where they're experimenting on him. Is she Claire? She's split up. Yeah. So, who's Chris? Nobody? No, Chris is, um, I know. Oh, okay. And Jill, and so the B plot is Jill and the other people. A plot is Claire and... Okay. Weird choice of soundtrack. Yeah. It, uh, kind of funny was laughing at it. The, I like I like it. The I like how it looks. Some of the CGI monsters though kinda look too CGI. Yes. Okay, so now that I've seen it the all the way through, I'm I'm not as confident <laughs> anymore. I mean I still like it. The, it does. the zombies look great. It's just that the monsters kind of to CGI, yeah, exactly. So, the good cast, hopefully. I'm very impressed in that cast. So I've been seeing a lot of, of, of tweets on making fun on how campy this looks, but it the, the effects doesn't hold. But you have Kaya Scodelario and and Robbie Amell. Um, that's a pretty strong cast, and you have that dude from from Umbrella Academy. You have that white haired dude, old guy that's always the bad guy in every movie. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Sheesh. I was, I was gonna say that this is like. So I have not seen Venom two, and I have not. I'm, I don't know when I'm going to schedule watching No Time to Die, only because, um, again. When I go out, I always want to make sure, like, is it worth getting COVID for? So I thought Resident Evil was going to be worth going to the cinema for, but um, maybe not. Maybe I'll maybe just not. prioritize No Time to Die first. You wait for some reviews. Yeah. November. Okay, next, um, the trailer that we have up. This one, I'm, I I did it's not just realize like, how it's... Ex exclusive clip, not, not really a trailer. Not to the trailer, but the idea is I did not realize how excited I am going to be for um, the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn Suicide Squad spin-off series with Peacemaker with John Cena. So Dude, I just, I love him, so. I'm... Kidding me? Have you seen this? Are you kidding? A little bit, a little kidding bit. I've seen this. it full way through. <laughs> Did this dipshit really show up in full cosplay mode? This is the guy Waller's giving us. I told you she's fucking us. I she's love it when us. they talk about you know. Is that an eagle in his back seat? When they fucking us. Contextualize hey. superheroes. Scooch. Why are you in your costume? Costume. This is a uniform, and it's brand new, so I gotta <laughs> stretch it out, and make it more comfortable before going on a mission. See, Maybe practical? I'm stupid, but why would you even want to wear that on a mission? A bright red this shirt is and white pants aren't exactly conducive to lurking in the shadows. People see this uniform and strikes fear in their hearts. What people? The other people at the village people tryouts? 
Why is there a bald eagle in your car? That's eagle. You guys are worried about eagle. <laughs> That's eagle. Is your pet eagle? Yeah. Is your dog named Doggy? <laughs> All right. Do you have a daughter named Daughtery? <laughs> Jealous of a guy's pet eagle much? <laughs> Jealous of a guy's pet eagle much? So I, I okay. No, the, the best thing I, I like about that is they're bullying the the killer, the the superhero killer who can kill. But them. it makes sense. It makes so much, all the questions that I also would want to ask. Like one. Well, I guess this is a world where they're not anonymous anymore. But the idea is like it's fucking bright red and white. Yeah, but would you say that to somebody who looks like that and can kill you with the snap of his finger? Probably, because like he needs my help. We're on the same team. <laughs> We're teasing. We're teasing. Um, no, but I, I love it. I'm all in. I love John Cena when he's not acting. When he's just, he's just regular. Like he's not overacting here. It's it's perfect. I'm so excited. I don't know how many episodes uh, Peacemaker will be, but I'm so happy see. that it's so a quick turnaround. So I'm very excited. And it's on HBO Max, so it's free. free. What's our next trailer? So th- this one, I'm super hyped. Thousand percent hype. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like uh, um, um, the Peacemaker. So our next oh, trailer okay. now is um, HBO. Oh, House of the Dragon. So I have not seen this trailer too, because... um. Um, I just know Matt Smith is in it. He looks badass in it. Uh, what do you think of the wing? Uh, let's see. It's not clear. Uh, I'm tired of Game of Thrones. I'm tired of prequels. But I'm going to watch it because of Matt Smith. Kings. Fire and blood. But I. He looks weird. I like it. Dreams didn't make us kings. Dragons did. Good. I mean, I have no context. <laughs> no, no, I just, I mean, I love the last scene with the swords and ex- oh, yeah. uh, the side too. I'm excited. I mean, any, I, I, at this point, I consider Game of Thrones as entertainment. It's no longer a phenomenon as it was the first maybe two or three seasons. So if I see dragons flying, a couple of cool fight scenes, maybe a boob or two, I'm good. I'll be happy. What's this next? One. This one I'm so excited. Whoa! Wow! The you Legend of Vox Machina. You haven't seen it yet? I have not seen this. Dude. How good it looks. Looks like the animation of, um, like, Legend of Korra. The bard. (laughs) 
So, okay, so The Legend of Vox Machina is an animated series about which campaign of Critical Role? First one. Ooh, so they went through, that is badass. I mean, just like a step back. You played D&D, and then it was so good, and you are also good. The characters that you built are so good. Now Amazon picked it up. No, and- first it started, they wanted to make a sp- animated special. So they put it on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And then it became one of the mo- well, most well-funded Kickstarter ever. Amazon picked wow. it up. And so because of the, I think, so it became the most well-funded episode that they were able to make. They planned to make 12 of 12 episodes, one season. And mm-hmm. then Amazon picked it up and then ordered for two, I think. So 24 episodes. Two seasons? Yeah, 24, 24 episodes? One season, two seasons? Two seasons, 12 each, I think, is the plan. See, I mean, love it or hate it, like, Amazon is is pretty much, you got Wheel of Time, you got Vox Machina. They're, they're doing their shit. Finally, I yeah. mean, they hired me, of course. They're doing good <laughs> stuff. Very smart. So, and that looks great. I'm fucking excited about that. Look too. at this. If you're excited about that, here's a little tease. Oh, they, they, oh I'm hoping they, they did. Of course they, they voiced their own shit. Jump, yeah. jump, jump, they did a live read yesterday. Jump, jump, this yesterday. Well, the sequence, the date, and this one. Rog wins again. Oh, fuck me. Why do we always play drinking games with a guy twice our size? Because it's the fastest way to get drunk, obviously. Zeus <laughs> drunk. Not me. I'm great. I think we should go to another. I love her. Get another. I love her. <laughs> Didn't you only have one ale? And Ashley's <laughs> Oh, so chunky. Oh, watch so it, chunky. Hey, you watch it, dick nose. Easy, Grog. We don't waste our time on talking assholes, remember? Mm. Oi, Tavern Keep. Another round for Vox Machina, the greatest band of mercenaries in all the realm. <laughs> the greatest? I heard you couldn't even rescue a cow from a burning barn. <laughs> Vox Machina. What a Is he playing show. everything else too? <laughs> <laughs> he does now. I don't know if it's going to be like that for him. Let's keep things civil, friend. We're not looking for trouble. I'll bet you ain't. Everyone knows you're a bunch of pathetic losers who can't get a fucking job. Look at your scrawny ass. Too weak to tickle your own pickle. You offering to help? Yeah. Uh, no, I... Uh, fuck you! I'm only asking you to give me a hand. You know, Max, I'll take his willing. Oh, can I keep this? Don't just stand there, gawking lumps! Kill him! So that is so cool! Oh, look at Amazon. Okay, you know what? Fuck that. I'm, I, again, full disclosure, I work in Amazon. My job kind of pays for all of that shit. They're <laughs> spending their money well. I, I, oh, my ex girlfriend. Oh. Well, we're here. Might as well add, add the clip. Uh, a quick clip of, so since of we, Wheel of Time. We've gone over so much. So might as well finish this. <laughs> I'm just so excited to see. To, to, just, just to hear their names said by people that's not me. 
and knowing if I pronounced it right in my head before. Well, uh, I there was I, no audio yeah, before. I, yeah, I kind of cheated because now I yeah, kind of know it's you like, listen. Brain, I should die. The audio listeners were watching the Wheel of Time Wine Spring in from Prime Video. Looks like Max Verstappen. He's Randall. I was gonna say, or or it looks like Mick Schumacher. I'm assuming Who's that's Perrin. That? Yeah, I'm too. I'm thinking too big guy. I haven't talked yet. Yeah, big guy, wolfy looking Perrin. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. Oh, it's land. Name yourself, stranger. Land Mondragoran. This is Moraine. I love that land is Asian cast. The most badass character. My lady. I mean, fighter. He's almost bad as well, technically. We'll need stables for our horses and a room for the night. Two beds and fresh linen, that's all we need. Of course, Moraine Sedai. Did she announce She's... herself? In the book? No, I can't remember. no, but in the book. Did she tell them that she was Aes Sedai? I can't remember. The first book. They just kind of knew. Is that Egwene? It's probably Egwene, right? See, I want to figure out that out too. If either that's Egwene or the other girl. If you'll come this way. She's perfectly cast for Marine today. Oh, yeah. But for me, <laughs> when I was watching or well, when I was reading it, I like to visualize them, right? So I pick actors. Not mm -hmm. because they're right or wrong, but just for, for to help me visualize them. I think I got Randall Thor pretty good. I had I used a a young Hayden Christensen because he had red hair. Okay. Which he kind of looks like. Kind of looks Thor, like right? again a mix of Hayden yeah. Christensen, Nick so Schumacher, for, and Max Verstappen. Yeah, for Perrin, I used a, a buff uh, Tom Welling. He's like a big guy. Too old. But no, okay. But no, remember when I was watching this? There was like Tom Welling was. Tom oh, Welling Tom Welling. I, in yeah. my head, sorry, I heard Tom Hardy. Sorry. sorry. Oh, no, no. Tom Welling. Yeah. And then, okay, Tom. I can't remember who I picked for Matt. Uh, and then for for Lan, I went typical. I went uh, Russell Crowe, like Gladiator style. Like, off mm. the badass. For Maureen, I, uh... I, I picked uh, Trinity. Oh, um, okay. Not, 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 not bad. bad. Not right? bad. Yeah. No, it's like, I, uh, I just... When... Uh, when the trailers of Wheel of Time came out or the pictures of Wheel of Time came out a couple of months ago, that's when I realized like, holy shit, I, I, I've, you've told, you've said many good things about Wheel of Time, the book series for all eternity. But I was like, eh. But you put Rosamund Pike in <laughs> a great, great material. It's like, oh shit, this is going to be fun. Even just like imagining uh, their adventures together. But I'm, I'm very interested on how Amazon is going to 
kind of manage Wheel of Time art. I I would love eleven seasons of this. Oh, right? yeah, but nice. would you have would would they have these actors for 10, 12, 13 years? I highly doubt that. So are they going to condense it into four to six seasons, which is a little bit more manageable, like an expanse kind of thing? So I'm betting around six seasons, right? Or five, maybe. And then just like you don't have to be truthful to the books. Just get the major beats. You know, if I don't know, it's like a this won't be a popular uh, idea, but for like, there's just no way to do sixteen books in how many years? You know, even if you make it sixteen yeah. seasons, it's just and it's too epic. You know what I mm-hmm. would do? I would pick maybe maybe max it at four or five years, and then just do fucking time jumps every fucking year. And I don't, I, I don't know how the story's gonna do. Maybe just condense it. I, I don't know how the exposition will be, but just fucking time jump it. Fucking, I'm again. I'm. That's why this is is great because I, you know, Game of Thrones was um um unprecedented as well because you know the 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 series the TV show went ahead of the books, which is there's a template for that as well. They tried to be as close to one season per book as they could up until a certain point. Worked well for a little bit, and then it didn't work well for a little bit. So this is, I hope that they kind of got the issues. Like Again, you won't have Rosamund Pike for 12 years. She's not going to look like Maureen Sedai in 10 years. So if they're going to half it, if they're going to just get the major beats of the story, and like you mentioned, maybe a giant time jump, you know, maybe skip a few books, right? Maybe. Um, I'm very excited and I hope they learn from shows like um, Game of Thrones to to really just manage the expectations and do something you know the, I always kind of, I always complain about adaptations particularly of giant series like this because you can cherry pick the best beats and you can actually pick the best action sequences and just concentrate on those and then they still fail yeah, but for me, for my expectations, if they can give me, this looks like it's going to finish one book, the first season. Mm-hmm. If I can get this one really good and the next book or the next season really good, I'm happy. Anything else, cherry on top. I mean, mic drop, I don't fucking care if they fuck it up. Just seeing at least those two books come to fruition mm-hmm. and really good, I'm, I'll be, I may be happy. I mean, can't be too greedy, especially now, you know. And if I expect like the whole series to be converted, that's too much. Especially as you said, they're not gonna look like that in ten years. Yeah, and I they're gonna use the model of the first season will always be like best foot forward, and then they'll adjust after. Maybe it's too close to the book; they'll deviate. But I'm excited. Again, I we're not. We're not executives here. We're not. We're not like real writers. They'll do the best that they can. I'll be. I'll be. I hope. I hope that they don't bastardize the material too much, right? So in the end, it's just like you have a very, very solid base of story and characters. Um, your the world is already built for you. Just you know, take good care and you know, make as many of seasons as you can, maybe, and then we'll we'll enjoy one or two years. We'll, we're fine with that. You're right. I mean, 
just pick the best ones and the only problem you'll have is trying to tie it together nicely but the beats yeah. are mm -hmm. you got the beats already so yeah, yeah. so we got that that's we why they get yeah so they get paid the bid bucks november 19 <laughs> uh with that i think we ran through pretty much everything we have our assignments yeah. for next week um any last uh um notes and message to bucks uh we're good uh Hopefully, we can get uh, some of the boys back next week. Um, awesome. Do your homework. Keep safe. That's all for me. All right. Um, yeah, and uh, last bit of housekeeping before I close out. Um, if you are so inclined, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Plus63HP. Just search it on the top bar. Um, as what uh, Truebox's kids has mentioned, not only like and subscribe, but hit that notification bell so that you will be informed on when our new episodes are dropping. Also, uh, follow us on the Twitter, <laughs> on the tweets at Plus63HP. Uh, if you prefer listening and not seeing our ugly mugs, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the major uh, podcasting services around the globe. Uh, just search for Plus63HP. Again, our podcast uh, is our, our, our Plus63HP podcast is our fandom show where uh, it drops uh, every Tuesday, uh, noon Philippine time and midnight Eastern Standard Time. We also have a D&D uh, uh, channel, a D&D show. Uh, we play Sundays, but the episodes drop uh, on Thursdays, uh, noon Philippine time and midnight Eastern Standard Time. We are taking a quick break, or just like a one-week break so we can sleep in or I can sleep in on a Sunday. So we won't have a new episode of the D&D podcast this coming Thursday, but never fear. Right the week after, we'll be, be back, back at it with uh, um, leveling up, additional role-playing, montages, yeah, uh, and all that. We're very, very excited. So goodbye. And uh, we love you all. And get also Mark, who's feeling under the get weather. Also Mark, the family. See ya, brother. Uh, and.